We've had COVID for the best part of two weeks. Within two days of her testing, Carl's mine came up. And now hers is on the wane. Uh, she's got like a fainter red line now, but mine's ruby red. You nice are, and big. You are still patient zero. How, how, are, how are your taste buds? Are you still in flavor country? I'm okay. Um, she lost her tastes for a, for a little while and, and like I was quick to say there's a joke there that she probably didn't have any much taste to begin with because she's going out with me because I was worried about my taste but the last because I think I've been sick for like two three weeks in a row this is probably yeah. the best most well and normal I have felt for a very long time I, I guess then neither of us needs to wear a mask I would I've got it here just in case we do need to just in case it gets down the uh, I kept thinking about that I kept thinking the... oh you've got COVID should we do our show and I went wait I am Ross, and joining me is my co-host Ian, and together, despite the uh, intermittent rants about Hollywood and movies, we are attempting to drink Nova Scotia mm. dry. And, and in fact, I'm, I'm realizing something. I, I, well, it's not that I forgot. I just have not been in a position to upload last week's uh, podcasty episode that my wife and I did where we drank some sours. And it's just, I haven't been desk because I've been taking care of sick family who are nearly not sick. I don't know, how, how do you, on the mend? They're they're nearly fine. Something like that. But um, we uh, are trying to decide on the holiday beers and I think that's going to be next week. We're going to try to find some uh, Christmas ones. So in the interim, what we had downstairs were a couple of cream ales there are two cream ales from maybe i mean we've done a few salt boxes recently but i don't think we've been to Stillwell yet and you picked these ones up did you not a couple of Stillwells. i think so I, I can't remember ross it would have been a little while ago now i'm not very good at uh anything but i'm not very good at memory either still and, uh, is I... on kempt road in halifax and uh, someone posted on on ye old facebook the maritime craft brew enthusiasts or whatever uh it's top five or six of the year and stillwell was up there and he actually did mention stillwell they haven't made anything not good every everything has been excellent from stillwell so i'm curious about that and uh, yeah didn't he make them the, uh, the brewery of the year, number one of his, his favorite brewery. Oh, that might have been it. That, and I'm not yeah, even sure yeah. how new they are. So, yeah, I've done absolutely zero research whatsoever. Mm. Uh, but it does. Oh, good. It's got a little bit of uh, stuff uh, writing on the side of them. But the other thing is, the other one is from Saltbox, and it is None on the Run. <laughs> and yeah. I'm I'm curious about that, because do you, do you suppose they're... They're uh, referencing the Eric Idle and Robbie Coltrane British movie, same name, Nuns on the Run. I did. It obviously struck a chord with me, and I thought, well, that's I've heard the term before, and like you said, it was a plural thing. It was Nuns on the Run, not None on the Run. But um, I love the literal, the, you know, if you're going to do a call a beer Nun on the Run, why not do the artwork on the can to be a nun running they've been very literal in their yes uh, it is definitely their, a nun on the run there is why is it called that god only god only I, knows it doesn't it. really give you much more on the side of the can for the description of the beer i think they just sort of went with something that sounds kind of funny i mean it's it's it's, it's all yeah. black can and then just a little white outline the white writing nun on the run and so what does a nun have to do with cream ale is the other factoid oh. Uh, Goodness. local honey, uh, something. Anyway, 
they they are both sub five percent beers. So I'm I'm glad we've got the full four seven three here. So but uh, a uh, the weaker of the two or the less alcohol percentage of the two is the salt box. None on the run weighing in at four point seven percent. And uh, it says on the side of the can, this lager style cream ale is brilliant with sparkling clarity made with local honey. This beer is faintly sweet and quenches your thirst with low hop bitterness. And I forgot the other thing that I sometimes do is if we're doing a beer like, for example, the Dunkelweissens when we did that, I look up a little bit more about the type of beer, mostly because we're not geniuses. Beer, as I mean, professionals. I don't know. Uh, what are we not? We're we're not a lot of things, but certainly. No, I'm not. I'm, ex- I'm not a lot of experts. I just like beer. Ooh. Is that a good enough reason? Same. Yeah, I'm just a, I'm an enthusiast, and I will try many things, lots of different things. But mm. I couldn't tell you what makes a cream ale a cream ale. Like, is a cream ale different from? A pale ale is it different from a pilsner? Is it different from a from a lager? What? In fact, I think one of these did say it was a lagered cream ale. Cream ale. I know. And it's I'm really like, great. Well, now it? you're just making it even more confusing to me. I don't understand things at all. However, I do like uh, the smell. Do you? I, I believe you do, don't you? That. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Does yours have? Yeah. Uh, oh, yours has got the little. Give CBA and S at the bottom. What's uh? What's your little? What does that say? I cannot make that out. <laughs> it's blurry. It says craft beer, um, something, something. Then it gets really small, and I can't make that out without oh, my okay. glasses. Well, mine, mine's this... the one. It has the King Street and the Light Ship, so it's all three. This is what I was complaining about before, where they've. They've got three different. Uh, they've named each of their tap rooms, and it. I got all excited because I thought it meant that there were three actual breweries, and they had their own independent brews at each one. I wanted to go in and get a King Street, you know, the brown lager and the, and and, mm. and the everything, but nope, they uh, they are all salt box locations. Fine, mm-hmm. expand, have lots, but. Little bit disappointed, only only slightly. It all fits. Uh, I, well, it does, doesn't it? Perfectly, lovely. It fits right in there. A lovely, a lovely tall glass. We definitely need more of these. That's the thing. Craft it. Ooh. It looks like a pills. Funny it's, old um, thing. Well, it's a bit more corn colored. It's not. It's not pale. It's not it's sort of a, a light straw. It's definitely gold. Goldan. A little bit of a gold. Of a gold hue mm. to it. Mine's the the, the bubbles. The head is still there at the top, but the bubbles have kind of subsided. It doesn't look entirely carbonated as much. These <laughs> spent some time in the refrigerator. Ah, and right. Well, mine were in that new little refrigerator that I tucked away in the corner of the apartment because, um, well, for obvious reasons, ours just kept exploding in the corner of the room. and thought, can't be having this. So they're now they've now got their own dedicated. Uh, refrigerator, and they've they've been in there ever since we got it in last week. But I did take them out of the fridge uh, earlier on this afternoon for that very reason. So they've been. You should call the little fridge the bomb shelter. Bomb shelter, because it's the only place the things don't explode. The explosion, yeah, that's a good idea. It's explosion proof. It's the cure. I like it. 
<laughs> so mine are, mine are, mine are much more uh, um, toward room temperature now, thankfully. Well, I, I took them so out of the fridge about an hour ago. Like, but I thought also I'll be all right. yeah, the cream ales and the lagers and the pale, you know, the lighter ones, you, you want them a little Cold. a little cooler. Yeah. You know, the lighter they get, the cooler you want them. That's right. I've, I've got still plenty of flavor in refrigerated for too long. Um, hmm, what's the smell, mate? They said there was a bit of honey in this, did they? I'm, there were uh, a sweet, yes, some sort of sweet part of this. Not really getting it off the top. This, it honestly, it smells like, it smells like a tasty lager, but it smells just like a lager. There's not a lot of additional personality and whatnot going, so lager style cream ale. I, I, I don't know what we're calling it, what, how we're judging it, describing it. Is it, is it going to be a lager? Is it going to be, and again. I'm not entirely certain what I'm looking for in a cream ale. You, you, you no. tell me, what's a cream ale supposed to taste like? This lager-style cream ale. So, I don't know. I don't know. I don't flip it, no. Head's all completely gone. But we can certainly get through them rather quick because, again, 4.3%. So I think these are going to be the ones that uh, you're going to want to... 4.7, this one? Four, yeah, 4. yeah what I say. 4.7. <laughs> you want to get through yeah. on a hot, yeah, yeah. sunny summer afternoon. So obviously we want to do this in a nice cold December evening after a warm hurricane. Oh, it wasn't a hurricane. It was just hurricane strength winds. Oh, we didn't have the conversation about your internet connection, did we? Uh, we didn't. You went down for a few seconds there, but it came back in again. And that was almost 20 minutes without any uh, interruption. Yeah. So that's not bad. No, not, I think we'll, we'll stick to that. Anyway, here, here we are for the 4.7 with the... Let's hope it's got a little bit of honey and faintly sweet. Quenches your thirst. Good, because I'm thirsty. Jaws. Yes? Ooh. There's a little bit of a bite on there. It's a, the, I, I said it was not very carbonated, but that's got a nice little nip. That's why hmm. it's that. That's why uh, it it's cream ale. It's way smoother to me than a, a than a lager. Mm. It's not uh, the crispness you get from a lager um, tends to uh, to me. It just tends to be a bit over carbonated lagers and a bit. Uh, very crisp. This is a, a different texture, almost. Yeah. Uh, than a lager. What? And why on earth is there a fruit fly <laughs> in December? <laughs> What's going on? Um, that's really smooth. And, and I, <laughs> I, hey, dare I say it, Rebecca? Creamy <laughs> than a lager would be, right? Okay. So yeah, I, I, I looked it up, and unfortunately, the answer is scientific. And we must have said this before: cream ales are fermented in warm temperatures, where lagers are fermented cold. So it all is just to do with the process. So a okay. cream ale is just a lager that was fermented in a warm temperature. But the flavor profile: a cream ale is more malt flavor and maybe a bit of a fruitiness than an American lager. It's more similar to a Kolsch, but with corn. Corn adjunct flavor. Wow. Well, that's... that was very science. Corn. It's yeah. It is more malty than a than a lager. Mm -hmm. It's still not. But remember, this is the lager I... style. <laughs> so maybe the other one's going to be completely off the wall and really slightly malty, much more golden. 
It, what, um, Ross, mm. do, does drinking this, does it remind you a little bit of the Tola Gold? Yes. In its, in its, I said it, the texture. Yeah. Which is, you know what I mean? Like a, yeah, just a more rounded, a, a very golden, it's a, it's a mild sweetness, but I, I think it sort of mentioned a corn flavor, even a little bit, that's sort of, but... The, the smoothness of it the toler has a bit more of a carbonation to it so there's even more of a bite on it than this than this does have it's I, I like this it's not as light as I thought it was going to taste I actually feel a little heavy from it's it's very full it's very full body flavored I don't think it's it's talk about honey maybe there is something there but what I'm thinking is <laughs> It's not holding. Flavor. It's not holding the flavor very long. I'm think? just taking another swig, and no um, aroma. And I'm not just a, it, the second big swig I took there. It doesn't seem as flavorful for some reason. I, Maybe I got plenty. Of- I feel like it's hanging about, and I and like you say, if, if it's it's similar to having a Toller Gold. So I feel like I've just had a Toller Gold, and it's lingering with that. So I think maybe the lager style is, hey, you've had some lager. We're going to keep reminding you about it for the next 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. your burps are going to taste like this. Yep, yep, yep. Well, I'm not going to get that off of this. Um, it's very smooth, mm. creamy. Um, there is a... I'm, I'm searching for the honey. I'm not really getting it, but you said there's a sweetness. Yeah, um, I, I'm... I'm getting a little bit... If you didn't say honey, I wouldn't say yeah. Mm. I, but if, if in saying this has got a honey bit to it, I'm like, okay, I can I can sense it. You know, you have to yep. go looking. It's not obvious or anything. It's not It's not like a mead yep. going down. No, uh, no, no. And it's no. not... It's going nowhere nearer to an amber ale. It's definitely staying on the lager side of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it, and it, I, I would. It's fine. I would go as far as to say I could kind of see me going on a session with this, because it's not massively alcoholic. It's still four seven, which is not it's not piss water, mate. I mean, drink four or five of these, and you're going to know it. But um, I think this is actually a bit of a session ale because it hasn't got the like you just said that the oh, it's not carbonated like a lager yeah. already. I can't. I can, I can hardly see any bubbles in it at all. Um, it's perfectly quenching. Um, it's perfectly tasty, and uh, it hasn't got any lingering aftertaste that you might get with a well, a skunkier beer. It doesn't have any of the bitterness that or, or, or that an IPA has that you and I don't exactly love. Um, this is really good, smooth. Well, cream ale, apparently. I'd say like a really good smooth lager. It's, it's quite nice. In the same vein as the Toller Gold for me, you know, when you've been you've been lauding that for the last couple of years, this has kind of got that feel about it to me. It's really good. This is what it comes down to for me when, and, and I think I, I think I got this at the Saltbox location down in Lunenburg, so I'm, I can't remember. Most of the time when you go into the tap rooms, they're single cans or they sell them by the four. You can get a four pack of, oh, just, you know, quickly grab a four pack of your favorite ones off the shelf. That's fine. Now, when you go into the NSLC, most of them are all in singles. But it's very, 
when I'm when I've looked through the singles and I haven't found anything, I said, "All right, I'm going to go have a look and see what's in the cases because they have a a different section for the four packs, and that's where they hide their propeller ESBs. You can't get a single can of propeller ESB. You got to go back for the four pack. Ditto the Boxing Rock IPA, I think, and a few others. Nine Locks have got a number of theirs, but it's in a case. Mm, and mm. this, so this is the kind of beer. That I would, knowing ahead of time, I would say, right, we're going out to the beach tonight. Okay, I'm going to go get a six-pack of these. And uh, then that's just me for the beach. And I I, I get that. You know, and that's that's why that's why the Toller Gold is kind of my go-to. Because go in and you can just buy a case of the stuff. You don't need to say, here's the best lager. Well, I need to go buy a bunch of lager for tonight. And you're there going, one can, two can, three can, four, and you're, and you're, you're counting out. You're in. Not that it's a chore, but I feel like there's a difference between buying and a beer that you can buy in bulk as opposed to a beer that you'd buy, you know, one, one can at a time. And this should be in a four-pack at least. <laughs> but they weren't, I take it. No, they, and, they, and they, they were single no. individuals. But I will buy yeah. a single individual craft beard. It is a 4.7% and it is kind of a lager tasting cream ale. You're like, really? <laughs> I feel like you really need to get right deep into that one and you know, get get straight to her. Well, I like it. I could easily get through four of these. Yep. Um, and Agreed. if you were... If you, if you were going to drag drag me off to the beach with a six pack, Ross, yeah, I'd go with it. I'd yeah, go with you. Well, no, bring your own six pack. Then we have a have a really good night by the side well, of the fire. Me no, you can do the driving, and uh, we'll go to the beach. No, okay, <laughs> all right. I'll I'll have uh, four, and we'll stay until midnight. Mm-hmm. If I have mm. the entire evening to get through them all, it just just um, occurred to me you don't have your usual uh, backdrops. Uh, did you did you not have a picture of either of these? I or... do. Did I? I don't of Stillwell. I haven't. I haven't acquired it yet. But I'm also not in my usual location. I am closer to where my son is sleeping, so I can get to him really quick. Because, as previously mentioned, if uh, I don't know, if we got into this since starting the actual recording. Yes, my my wife is away. She is in a play, so she is rehearsing all this week. And we went over it back and forth. Chances are she'll be back tonight somewhere between 9.30 and 10.30, which is a big window. And I didn't want to leave that up for for us doing this really, really late tonight. As opposed to in the basement at your uh, PC. Yeah, yeah, where I've got all my fancy green screen and my fancy that. In behind me right now is my fancy uh, mess. Is that a top? Is that like a... From here, I know it's not something that I... It looks like almost like a model. Oh, it's not. It's a, co- a combination of a few things. Mm. It looks like it's... Uh, you can't tell because, of course, it's in dimension when I'm looking at it. Uh, it looks like it's like a, a box. Yeah, absolutely. That thing there. Uh, the box atop the shelf. That's it looks a record like player might... with speakers. Is that a record player? There's, uh, there's, a, there's a dusting mop, and then there's a there's a piece, an underpiece of a chair is up there. Over here, that's oh, okay. a, a, a the bits of our wedding invitation where you put drop off the cards. Oh, over here is my favorite. That thing in the in the in the clear plastic box. That's some sort of Christmas ornament that Brittany's mother got us, 
and I'm not quite okay. certain what it is. Ooh, that's the umbrella that I got for Brittany from the dollar. It was I think it was Valley Village or Dollar Store. And when you open it, it's a it's a it's one of those clear ones, but it's got patterns in it, and the pattern is leaves. So it's got these pressed leaves. Autumnal. Very autumnal. That's a yeah. shirt that I wore recently, and there's a few other things. There's a hat. There's Brittany's ukulele. The head of her ukulele is right away. This is kind of a when we don't know it where else to put it. Now yeah, it breaks up. You put it there. I won't show you the rest of the room because currently, so this is this is I'm in <clears throat> the dining room, but unfortunately, yes. the dining room is not a room that we dine in very often. So it just becomes the stuff room, and there is stuff. stuff. Here, well, there just... was that is where we had our um, uh, uh, that's where we had the this was it the six of us or the four of us sat around your uh table doing the IPA night a couple of years ago. Yes, right? uh, there were five of us that night, right? And of course, you also had that very wonderful um, um, oh, what's it called the Swiss thing with the fondue? Oh, the fondue. fondue. Yeah, we're hoping to have another one of those, invite everyone around, and yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. we uh, we we yeah. occasionally try to to dress it up and make it look like a like a proper room. But for the most part, we just kind of tuck things in. It, it we're we're yeah. also well. I I always say this is <laughs> it's my only excuse to tidy the house. I say we have to have a party at least once every season because otherwise the house just gets out of out of hand. That's your reason for having it's, a party. Yeah, you have to tidy up. And otherwise, I probably, I don't know what state things would be in. So I've, I've always, in, in order to force myself to tidy things up, I, I just have a party. I'm like, all right. Well, I've set a date gonna, for it. I'm going to leave. What have I got? A couple of fingers at the bottom there. Yeah, I've, I've, I've left a little bit at the bottom of mine as well. So now we've, um, now we've got two fridges in the apartment. They, they, they turn on and off independently. So there's always this kind of, um, as one of them cools down and then the other I mean, one brings up the roof. We, we, we are products of the 20th century, so honestly, I think uh, I, I have been places when there is no electronic drone at all times, and it's, it's, it's a little unsettling. I think it's probably why I don't yeah, like camping. I'm sort of weird. Don't like what? I don't, where I, well, it might be one of the reasons I don't like camping. I just, I can't comfortably sleep at night unless there's that. <laughs> oh what's that oh that's just the uh you know that's the hot water heater kicking in something like that yeah and as you soon can as it's... fire up the generator and yeah, exactly camping just to make I, a noise you know what i kind of like that that's one of my favorite noises um early in the morning after a snowy a, a snowy night especially if the powers mm. are things like that and you open up the doors it's crisp and quiet outside you can't hear your cars go by and then all you hear is everyone's snowblowers and and generators starting up i I love that noise it's just how it breaks the silence i don't know why i'm yeah i'm i'm a very industrialized i wouldn't care if i never heard that noise again oh not snow to clear buy your cabin in the woods go on up to the to the north mountain you get get way back on the from the from the main road a nice hundred foot long driveway is what you'd like to your to your nice log cabin with the one of those yeah. cast iron kitchen stoves in the middle of the house and you just heat the house now, with the stove. Yeah. Very very it's very uh, nostalgic. I'm certainly I I'm drawn to that. I'm one of these people that um give me Christmas Eve and Christmas Day with Eight in eight feet of snow, wonderful. Mm. But as long as it's all melted by Boxing Day, and I don't see it again until the following year, I'll be quite happy with that. I I will st- 
stay in a hotel on the, you know, on the 18th floor, looking out at bright lights and a, and a beautiful city. But yeah. imagine if that was home. If your home was an apartment on the, and it could be a nice apartment, but I don't, I don't like it. I don't like living in an apartment building. I've done it once or twice, but not for a very long period of time. I think it, it, it needs to be a, a, a physical for independent. Well, and it's, it's, it's not entirely environmental of me because I, I think I read a study at some point saying that Europe, I don't know why I'm pronouncing Europe that way, but places in Europe, the, 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 the townhouse ideal where all the houses are squished next to each other is actually better for energy efficiency. Because you're all sharing, oh, because the... sharing of the walls, yeah. where four independent yeah. walls is actually bad for in- energy efficiency. But I'm like, I like four walls. Get away, shoot, go over there. I hadn't thought of that. That might be the only saving feature of of being all packed in like sardines. One, you know, one. Yeah. No, I like being out in the idea now of being out in a field, uh, and my neighbor being like a so you know a half a kilometer away. Um, really appeals to me now. Mm. I don't. I'm, I'm not into this idea of now being road. Ugh, I, it's almost like cattle. You know, when you're herding cattle, you're all squished in like sardines in a. We... No, I don't like that. I, I now like the idea of having my own space. I, ha- I don't care particularly where it is either. I just I ha- like. Wanna, I have an I idea. Wanna... I have an idea. I've done the yeah. thing where I take Brittany and we drive and we go along the South Shore to uh, through St. Oh. Margaret's Bay, my old stomping grounds, where we we go and have a look at my old home village, the street that I you know on, that I lived on, all the nearby stuff. And I think what I'm going to start doing now when we do that is I'm going to bring friends. So I think Brittany and I are going to take you and Rebecca with us, and we'll do a little South, uh, St. Margaret's Bay tour, and I'll show you all the, the schools that I went to, the places that I've been to, and I'll show you the house I grew up in, and how you can't really oh. see it well from the road because of how much woods surrounds it. It's very woody. A nice drive, a nice Sunday afternoon drive in the snow. Sure. I mean, it can be in the okay. summer. It doesn't really matter. Anywho... Oh. Uh, we, we, we've been waxing poetic about our dream ha- homes and whatnot. Stillwell Brewing Company is, I think it's new. I think it, it's new to us. So here's here's the thing. Oh, crud. I'm, I didn't even look. Yep, yep, there we go. We haven't missed any comments. That's good because my thing went away. Stillwell Beer Garden Brewing. No, wait. I want the brewing. Holy cow. Brewing. Stillwell Brewing is the brewing something that yeah because we've got the Stilly Pills downstairs we might even have the best bitter uh, our bars beers tap room and high five bookings hotspot for the best ales uniquely set to enjoy beer it I'm I'm not getting a lot of information about the brewery itself. We really... went. To, um, what was the name of the pub that we went to on the on the, the, the where I got this from, Rebecca? Um, they had a wonderful uh, old um, pool, uh, bar billiards. It was bar billiards table in the pub. In um, uh, is it on Quinn Hall? I can't remember now. 
or is it Kemp? No, it's Kemp, like you said, Kemp Road, whatever it's called. Yeah, we 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 had a bite to eat in there, and uh, I picked out a couple of cans while we were there. That had a great little bar billiards table in it. It was really nice. It's something I haven't played for about forty years. Last time, maybe a bit, no, a bit less than that, with my dad, and I've never seen a bar billiards table since. And to see it sat there in this pub in the city, in a, in, and I was like, this is really, really cool. And it's got pound. It, uh, it's got the pound coin slot, uh, pound sterling coin slot to put in. I said, "What are you putting here if you want to play?" <laughs> and they say, "Got some. Pa- they've got some pound coins that you can use." They, oh, it was actually for. authentic. Oh yeah, it's absolutely authentic. It was uh, it was built in made in Essex, I think, which is the county I came that I grew. Well, uh, what I was born in. So when when you say um, bar billiard, that, that, so a billiard table, and that's the one without the pockets, right? It's all about the bounces. It doesn't have a. Uh, uh, it doesn't have pockets. It has holes in the table itself <gasps> that you that you put the balls down into. Oh. And there's right in the middle this kind of strange uh, wooden mushroom that sits in that sits by the holes. And if you knock that over, you, it's a very old game. And of course, they they're all uh, variations on a theme: billiards, balls, snooker. They're all the same. But but uh, sorry, they're all variations on a theme. They're not all the same. But uh, they all use, of course, a pool cue. And uh, and balls uh, with different rules to it, and I could not remember. I I actually messaged my dad afterwards and says, Dad, the last time I see one of these, I was playing against you back in the. It was probably it would have been about the mid eighties, late eighties, maybe the last time I saw a table I, like that. I don't that. think so I've ever seen a thrill. proper one of those tables. That's that's neat. Maybe I'll have to get that down there. So I'm uh, in doing a little bit of research here on, on the off time, I'm learning that, that their main location seems to be at Godagen Street, and they've got this new location on Kempt Road, which is sort of a brand new flashy thing, and it's just this summer, so it's 2023. I'm not finding more about the uh, the, the mm-hmm. how long they've been around, but here's the description. We are a small brewing project in Halifax. We focus on oak-fermented, bottle-conditioned, farmhouse-style ales that are subtle, balanced, and unique to our brewery. We also make draft-only lagers for Stillwell. Stillwell, Stillwell Beer Garden and the Stillwell Freehouse. So, well, we, we, which, yeah. So it's the Stillwell Brewing Company, but there's a Stillwell Tap Room, and they do other things. So, anyway, uh, we're mm. it's let's see, it is a four point eight percent, tiny bit stronger, and it says in the side of the can, this lovely beige ish can. I don't know what you call that, taupe, very off cream. Oh, if it's if it's a cream can for the cream ale. I mean, well done right there. Big bright red letters of the Stillwell and cream ale and a funny little, um, I'm going to go with maple leaf type thing. I don't think it's hop leaves as the middle bit there. And then the Stillwell Brewing Company logo up at the top of the can. And I like this. It's got the Stillwell Brewing. They've got the Stillwell Brewing Company logo which looks a bit like a like a ferris wheel made of diamonds but then there's another one that says friends in foam and there's a picture of a beer being held up by the little caesar's pizza guy and this is sb for Stillwell brewing and not strong bad brewery and beer shop is on kemp road holes web shop and wholesale is at stillwellbrewing.com visit our bars so there's multiple taproom bars thing this is them making their own thing brewed in the traditional method as a true hybrid beer american hops balancing a german grist cream ale is a nostalgic and highly sessionable everyday mm. beer so i think what they're saying every here day. this every is day. this is leading us more to the whole 
hey, it's it's warm fermented lager instead of cold fermented lager, but it's just it's sessionable, it's everyday, it's very basic. Give it a whirl. Mmm. Mmm. Yep. There was a nice comfortable, no nonsense Freddy. smell to that. Ready. Ready. Ready what? We love that. I'm going to say oh, it three bready. times. Say yes, Freddy. You may be right. Freddy. Mmm. We're, as the only description that I could get between, as the difference between a lager and a cream ale, is that a, a cream ale is, has a bit more of a malt flavor and potentially fruitier, like a Kolsch, or closer to a Kolsch away from, away from a lager. But I think we've had Kolsch sometimes that said, this is a lager style Kolsch. This this one is not pretending to be lager style cream ale. It just says this is definitely cream ale. Booyah, there you go. And yet and yet looking at it, it's a different colour. It's very much more like a lager to look at than the other one, weirdly. To it's, me, anyway. It looks more lagery. It looks more lagery, doesn't it? The other one ooh, that was a big noise. The other one seemed more golden and darker at the time, but I don't think that's what's happening at the moment. Ross, yes, it's been it's been a while since I've used this. Yeah, I'm getting. Remember, before, uh, maybe the last time was maybe a year or so ago. I'm actually getting a bit of that butter beanness that uh, okay that, that I yeah mm -hmm. that I have that kind of in, an interesting up. bitter and I yeah the that interesting bitter slash something going on with the hop profile. And, uh, and and the bitter kind of flavor. So it's, I, I I think there's more going on. This it's a more complicated beer than just a ego lager. Oh, I'm, I'm no doubt this is a craft cream ale. I'm sure I'm not going to go. Yeah, just like a lager. But it's um it looks more like a lager in, while it's in the glass. But, yeah, it but don't apparently, smell like if one. you make a lager in a warm room, it's probably more complicated than that. Then it's a cream ale. I don't know. Cream ale. I think it is probably a little more complicated. Well, you warm that, fermented. But I don't know. You know, you put a scarf around it. You, um... right? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. Put some socks on. That's the that one. kind of thing on it. That, that type of yeah. stuff. Rub its hands together. Yeah, I, I'm almost tempted to try it. Shall we? Oh yeah, absolutely. Cheers. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. That was unexpectedly bitter. It does have a, a, a little bitterness to it, and it does have a little bit of the butter beaniness to it, but mm. it in its flavor. Yep. Yep. Interesting. That... It's not as smooth uh, as the as the salt as box. the other. I don't. And yeah. is that because a lager is? more sesh easier to easier to drink i mean don't get me wrong if i had one of these i'd say that was odd and if i brought a six pack of those to the beach i'd get through it but i don't i don't think i'd enjoy that as much as the salt box it's i i distinct I don't personally like the extra bitterness in there which is weird because we we prefer a bitter going on, but it, it's There's not... plenty of flavor. I'll yeah. say there isn't that. It's got plenty of flavor, oh. but there is definitely, 
I, I tell you but what. Uh, um, again, again, what's the uh, to qualify the difference between a cream ale and a pale ale? That to me tastes more like airing towards a pale ale. Yes. Um, than a cream ale. But the the initial flavor, it it's. But it the 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 medium the, the middle bit because there is nothing at the first, the first swallow the first like I, I I drank it and as I was drinking I thought okay this is really smooth it's easy to drink and when I stopped the middle mouthful went whoa I am super bitter and then it it, it smoothed I, out at the back but there was such a difference between the front end and the middle it it was a shock. It's not as malty as the other one. No. It's a little more hoppy, a little drier, a little bitterer. Bitterer? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the word. I've just invented it. Um, and and, um, and the result of that, I'm, I'm, I'm not loving it. No. I, I know which one I prefer at the moment. I still have quite a bit of it left to go. So, and, But I've, I've managed to get all of it into the, into the glass. That's not to say I don't, I don't dislike it. It's not like uh, I'm not in the IPA territory here, and then and I've got to, I've got to say, of course, maybe we're slowly slowly coming over to the IPA train while it's slowly losing its fashion. It, it, I don't know. Made, made um, right, made right, and made well. Yes, I, yes. I will. I will accept your IPAs. As we as we found out to our surprise, the alternate reality that we tried there maybe three or four weeks ago oh. was really quite delicious, it and was. that was just your. Yeah, I was like, "What are we becoming IPA fans?" So it has, to, like you said, it has to be a, a and, it has to be a really good one for us. Yeah, and I, 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 I think that's oh, what happened to be. It has to be. Uh, they have to make it for Ross and Ian, of course, uh, to, to make it. We, no, it just it just has to be something about it which appeals. A that weirdo one IPA, I think, is what we we where yeah. we've arrived at. Like, is, is your IPA a little weird? Does it have its own personality that you can't? Go, and we are going to like it, but not uh, because I think the first the first one that really sold me on that. I, I tried a New England IPA. This is this this is the NE IPA, and I went, well, I'll yeah. try that, and I went, ooh, I like this. And then later on, I tried a black IPA, which is a much mm -hmm. darker flavored one, and, and obviously malt, malt forward. And I, I was like, "Ooh, mm -hmm. I like I like black IPAs." This is a thing. So you, you just—it's an IPA, but then you add a little weirdness to it. Yeah. And then I say, "Okay, I am I am into this. This is this is delicious." It's smashes that that really turn us off the single malt and the single hops ones that. That don't that that, oh, think, that make us go. Yeah, and I think I think those are the worst. Like a, a smash, the smashes are our least favorites. And I think I picked up another one. Or and someone okay. someone mentioned it. I, I said, "Oh, what is that? Oh, that's oh, that's our single malt single." And I said, "I'm not gonna buy that." I think I turned that one down. As I will not buy that from you. But give me give me these other ones. And my brother loves them. He really likes the uh, the IPAs. He's a. I mean, when I went when I went to the uh, the UK uh, in the summer, and then we go to a Weatherspoons together. He and I, and we sit there and we try half a dozen different real ales. And he was immediately drawn to the IPAs. And of course, I'm going the other way. I'm like, look, what's the least hoppy beer you have here? I want the darker stuff, and but, he loves the IPA, and, so each to their own. And we've also learned, and we've got to honestly, I forgot about this. We we could have done 
dippers. We've, we've got some double IPAs down there. I, but I feel like maybe that's that's a January kind of thing. I think the the snowstorm, you know, will the power go out? That's that's a good night for some, some, for some double IPAs. Oh, do we have there. at least two double IPAs then yes. that we could use? Well, yes, good. I'm. I might I'm, have some that I need. We we need to do another. Uh, we need to do another parking lot exchange. So some. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, as we found out to our to, to our pleasure that uh, the double IPAs, even though it sounds counterproductive, it sounds like how is it possible that uh, uh, um, the, the IPA that that turns our faces inside out is not doubled by the by the by the addition of even more hops. But it doesn't work that way. No, and, I'm and sure there's some scientific like, reason behind it, but it, somehow yeah. we get away with it, yeah. and it gets away with it. And he's like, oh, here's an IP. Yeah. And we think, gross. And then someone says, we've doubled it. And we're like, yeah. bring it on. <laughs> yeah. And then trip, and then tripled in quads. Um, <laughs> I bought um, I bought the Church Brewings, um, uh, what do you call it? The St. Nicholas. Pack, and it contains the Belgian triple. Belgian triple, the Belgian quad, in fact. Um, so I'm looking forward to having that one again. I knew that's I, something that oh, Christmas time. So, so, uh, so I go to, or wait, okay, uh, going all the way back. I am a host on the wine bus around here in the Annapolis Valley, and we go to a number yep. of different places. And one of the places that we visit is the Millstone Harvest Brew House. It's the only brewery on the wine tour, and I. I always talk it up, and I always tell people this, and I always say, "Listen, if you want to talk beer, I'm 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 happy to talk about it, and all the wine people want to talk about is cider." But we had a year-end Christmas party just the other week, and we went up, and everyone said, "Oh, make sure you you have lots of stuff here," and everyone brought a bottle of this and a bottle of that. There's wine everywhere, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is all right." And, and my my version of drinking wine is I'm not a wine lover, but give me the boldest, most interesting red you can find. It's like the crazy vampiric uh, nutball flavored stouts you can find. It's that when you find a, a red with some personality. So th there were a few really good reds, red, red wines that I that I liked. But Millstone Harvest Brewhouse was there. Uh, the owners, Carolyn and Matt, were there, whose names I have fully learned. I am still in the midst of trying to uh, nail down a time where we can get Joe, the, the brewmaster, here on the show. And uh, so now I have even more questions because, so they had this bottle and uh, so <laughs> everyone brought bottles and whatnot. So there's all these wine bottles and then there's a couple of beer bottles. I'm like, oh, thank goodness Millstone brought us some beer. Good. They brought us their pale ale. Mm. Yeah. Or their pale ale. So there was two bottles of pale ale, and that was it. Everything else was they brought two <laughs> ciders. No one tried the cider. I should have had the cider, but I was like, oh, come on. I got to be a beer enthusiast. And then eventually we found this other one. We said, oh, wait, what's this other one? And we picked it up and we looked at it. And we're like, oh. And someone said, oh, 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 what is, what is, what is this? This is a, a whiskey cask aged, 13 months in a whiskey cask aged beer which is uh, a combination of their Port in the Storm Stout and oh. their, was it the Blue Heron ESB? But it was it was two of their dark beers mixed together and then aged in a whiskey cask for 13 months. And I went, <gasps> and I went where can I get this? 
and the owner of the brewery standing there telling me we only made 125 bottles and we and we brought one here tonight so they're, they're pouring it in little champagne glasses and i and i tried a little bit and i will have opinions but i have excellent news the following day i, I think i was driving out to uh to, to the to the location because my daughter plays hockey just next i want to say next door up the street from the millstone harvest brew house so whenever i drop her off at hockey i'm like mm. so i stopped in <laughs> and and i said uh, hey what's what's new you know is anything new oh no well we're, we're gonna do some new stuff next summer and this and that blah blah blah, blah. so they didn't really have anything new on the on the tap right then and there they had nothing in it well they, they, they had the cans and i almost bought some port the storm cans and then i said listen i was at an event the other night and your, your owners brought this thing and it was this whiskey aged cask thing and they said oh yeah yeah it's it's this and they point to this bottle sitting up there on the counter it's got I think I put it downstairs, or I would I would show it to you right now, and uh, and he said, "Oh, it's this." I said, "Oh, good," and uh, and the guy Chris, he's the bar, one of the bartenders. He's the greatest guy, and he leans in. He says, "This is the last bottle," and I went, "Ring it up! I am buying." So I I have one of the few of the 120 20 ish bottles, and I was specifically going to save it for our little christmas get together but i remember you and rebecca definitely cannot make it to the little christmas get together so oh wait what are... i'm on night shift yeah anyway yeah. we'll find a time because this is one of the few bottles around and i did try a taste of it one night so we'll see if i can get certain you know, my, my my friends all under under one roof to try this thing it's got it's wax sealed at the top i'll show you the bottle it's absolutely insane but i'm, I'm, I'm glad that i picked it up and uh i think i grabbed it another one hmm? and they've got no plans on um on bringing it out like uh i mean you said it was um, 120 bottles whatever they had no plans maybe to future just to see how it tasted and see yeah we'll we'll we they might look have at that already put another mix in the whiskey casks that will be ready uh -huh. next december i see so, okay. so once they... a year it's the christmas thing and apparently it's just this this whiskey cask thing and I mean, we, we, we've had some some whiskey cask aged whatnots and so this is just gonna be maybe a little bit of a, a bit of a special thing and i, I don't know how you review that because you're just like this is really hard to get and just, yeah I felt almost privileged to to be to be I close to getting sure, it because of course you happen to keep that whiskey barrel aged um, Russian Imperial Stout from a bad apple. That was your. Um, uh, you, uh, we both had a a bottle, a can of it, but of course yours was a slightly different mm. version. And, I mean, as, and as a result, yours was even stronger. It was like 12.5%. So, well, yours, yeah. didn't you buy yours? And he said, oh, that's not the right percentage. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember. But I mean, they were both pretty on the strong side, but they were packaged differently and at different yeah. times. And yours was probably 2% stronger I, than the one I, I had. I remember we correctly, were we they were, were like 10, 5, and 11, were they not? Were they, I wasn't, they were a, wasn't thought, the Leviathan the triple I, wasn't that also an ele it, it was it was double digits and then some I, I think yeah. it was pretty high well. talking of double digits uh oh uh, Nanaimo we got uh, we got six more of today <laughs> the liquor store do, do I, can... I have one of those downstairs um 
I don't know. If you don't, it doesn't matter because I've still got to swing by your gaff and give you your jacket for next week and Ooh. the two or three uh, the three cans yep. I've got. Um, have a check. If not, mate, I've I've just bought six I'll, more. I'll go. So yeah, okay. I'll go spend some time in the beer cabinet for sure. And, we're okay. Uh, we're I, okay. I did put out a bit of an invite to see if anyone wanted to join us in some Christmas ales, and I think I might. I'm, I'm not sure if we've got a nibble or two from from the friendly peoples. I'm starting to reach out as well. Our our delightful little Facebook group that we've joined the the Maritime Craft Brew Enthusiasts, and I honestly, I would have a show where it's us talking to three or four of them. Some yeah. some of the guys that are constantly posting because we we drink. Two of these a week, sometimes three. You know, we we get through two or three of these a week, and I think we are lightweights. We are not <laughs> quite getting through the craft beer situation in Nova Scotia. And I've been I've been checking the Atlanta Canada beer blog because I'm curious if there's any more Christmas ales coming out because we were trying to find some new Christmas ales, and I feel like yeah. we we had like the the winter. The, the the Odin's I don't know the Odin's beard yes, something they, but that was an Uncle yeah, Leo's yeah. the Hell Bay one they had their Tannenbaum Christmas tree flavored one I don't think I mean rightly so do not ever bring that one back but the oh. ones that are coming there's but everyone's just bringing theirs back like the the old biddies naughty naughty or nice and then the I think Garrison had a cookies and cream I forget what it was with like um, milk and cookies but I don't know that there's anything brand new christmas themed this year it's is is no one making an like like an eggnog an eggnog cream ale would make sense to me as but a result, Matt Ross, as a result of the, the the complete lack of new stuff uh, this season i i actually went to just i'll keep talking but um i picked up oh. at the liquor stores what i could find that would that was Posing as a as a as a Christmas ale or a seasonal and, ale, and I bought them all. Yeah. The problem is, um, some of them are a total one. They're all not Nova Scotian crews. That's the problem. There, there have been posts, and I have seen I'm these posts sure. where, because I, I don't remember if it's the NSLC or if it's someone, but someone promotes a. Winter beard, fine. Oh, but where's that from? Muskoka. It's Muskoka. So therefore, I thought, well, I'm going to buy that anyway. And it says it's a double chocolate cranberry stout. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't I buy that anyway? Well, exactly. But the problem is, is that it's uh, not. It's, it's not over Scotian. No, there's there's a moose head, which of course is, and it's uh, a small batch, but it's um it's a Belgian quadruple spiced fruitcake beer. Holy now, if crap. That is, I know. Let's say 8.5? Not... Um, it's either 8 or 9. 9.5. I mean, 9. I'm sorry. If you're a Belgian quad, that's that's rookie numbers for a Belgian quad. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's it's look at the size of the damn thing for a it's start. True. It's as big as my head. And uh, that's going to be delicious. That's, I'm, but I'm, what I'm can pretty bring... sure that's... So some company, I, I forget if it's the NSLC, but someone put out an advent calendar in the Nova Scotia craft beer advent calendar. And someone, and a lot of posts on it have been, these are just like the regular stuff that you can get in the LC. I mean, it, it's it's Nova Scotia craft brew. But imagine if 
the, the, here we are with the December Advent calendar on the first day of Christmas. My true love gave to me the, the you know, the dirty blonde from Nine Locks, which is a delicious beer, but it's not an Advent, it's not a Christmas-themed beer. You know, I, I would be fine. And then, you know, you, you follow it up with a Garrison Nut Brown. Fine. You could get that all the time, though. And I think that's what's, it's what's come up is no one's done a super specialty thing. I should check in with Two Islands and see what they're doing. It's been a while since I've been out there. Two Crows, as we've always kind of, mm. I've got one more beer here. I'll come to it. Um, two Crows seem to have, well, I know we we haven't loved their stuff, but we have tried three or four fairly recently, and we were like, "Oh, this is good, and this is quite good." By all accounts, they did four different um, a, a series of beers that were all delicious. There was a, I, I, I need to I need to go and check them, but they got rave reviews for them, and they were all distinctive and uh, I guess different strengths and different. I want to try I want to try those out. I don't know mm. if any of them was. Christmassy, but I know they were sweeter than, than, their, uh, than their usual stuff. It, so I, I might look into that, getting a box set of that. You can get all four of them together in a box set. This is the last one I picked up. This isn't even from Canada. For some reason, this comes from all the way from a little place called the United Kingdom. And this is this is from St. Don't, don't start. Don't start with the Brits. And, the, and, and right. all United Kingdomers are, are Brits. Because I you know, remember I threatened uh, to ask my Scottish mother if she thought of herself as a as a Brit, if she's British. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> I believe, okay, it was a, a bit of, it was a, a, a long conversation. The, the abridged notes, the, the Coles Notes version is, my mother says, well, technically, <laughs> but... I would I, still correct someone and say, are you British? She'd say, eh, I'm Scottish. And you don't right. say, no, I'm Scottish. You say, don't call me, just yeah, don't call me British. Probably English people don't do that so much. You, I hear you. They don't say, I, no, I suppose, I suppose as a Canadian, if someone called me, are you a North American? I'd be like, yeah, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm localized. Yeah. I'll even take Maritimer if, if, if need be. Oh, no, God, no. Because then they'd ask me to like, clean a fish or something, and I don't want to do that. <laughs> clean a gutter fish. This one, by the way, if you're looking for something that is clearly a Christmas ale. Okay. This is Eater's Winter Ale from a Suffolk brewery in England, which is on the east coast of, uh, east coast of England. Just south of Norfolk is Suffolk. And this is called some Eater's Winter Ale. And it's brewed by the St. Peter's Brewery. By the way, of course, this is available in all the NSLCs. It's a winter ale, Christmas cake aromas with a rich black treacle taste. When are you, you having all of these winter beers? Are you just... Well, this, this is your own Advent thing or like Christmas Day or... No, it was following on from what really... Um, when you were saying that there seems to be a lack of Nova Scotian... Uh, seasonal and ales this Christmas, and what? I thought you're right, and and I want to drink Christmas ales at Christmas time because I love the whole spicy thing. I love the the pumpkin spice ales this year have been really good because I keep buying them. We keep buying them until I, they run I, out. I think we, they mostly the were ones that we'd tried before, at least you know, they kind of re rehashed. They might have updated the recipe. Yeah. What yeah. if? What if? And what, what if in Nova Scotia 
from from last year to this year? What if times have been hard, and let's say pff, ingredients uh, went up in cost by yeah. twice percent, or just all of these factors, and it's not just individual households, which you know I could piss and moan, but I'm not going to. What if the the breweries are going through this as well? And we know uh, Uncle Leo's or Whiffen closed, Serpent has closed. If if they're feeling the the crunch and the push, and maybe it's all about quick, we need to. Uh, yeah. make better use of all of our ingredients and we need to make sure that we're getting money in on the... Because I, I can't imagine Hellbay made any money on the Christmas tree flavored Tannenbaum. That's yeah, a conversation... you make a good point, don't you? You make a good point that... They're, they're not they're always successful yeah, experiments. That's right. Uh, Donna kebab uh, beer aside. <laughs> yeah, oh, I that was some loose thing, wasn't it? Or Molson? The majority to, to, to a lot of people. So even though we're looking for unusual um, craft brews, they still have to make ends meet. And if and they go into it with the best intentions. Uh, all the passionate people that start craft breweries thinking, we love beer. We want to give people a different beer. I'm going to make it myself in small batch, and we're going to sell. But there again, if they don't sell the amount of units that they need to to stay afloat, or don't, then they you, then they have to go by the wayside. Keep a roof over your head. You can't keep the lights on, and you got to yep. yeah. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but sad. in in a good way, maybe that means that the the ones that we are seeing the the Christmas batches are, are now the ones we're seeing that did well. Like everyone loved this last year. We're back with the naughty or nice. We're back with the milk and cookies. We're back with the with, with, with this by every year. So it, it's and and well, it, if we already tried them, meh. But we'll 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 do them again because yeah, we're always down for a, a good seasonal fun one. But there is no excuse then for um, pumpkin the lack of pumpkin spice ales because as we as we all laugh every single year. Pumpkins are all over the fields, and the huge majority of them don't get bought, and they sit there in the fields until the snow arrives. So we can still use those pumpkins and make some pumpkin spice beers. We drove past a field of pumpkins still sitting out under the snow the other day, and yeah. I went, "Look at all that!" So they're charging like pumpkin fourteen bucks per pumpkin just a few short weeks ago. It feels. I, I know. Uh, I, we didn't mark these, mate. Um, I'm marking. Uh, uh, the 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 Stillwell one, a little disappointingly, um, because it's just like a just like a, a better than average lager to me, and I'm not really a great lager fan. This is a kind of six to six six and a half. Yeah, I was thinking like high sixes, maybe a six eight from me. So I guess we we fell very similarly there. I it's still better than it's still better than um than a pissy old lager. It's still better than Budweiser. True. It's still it's so. It's yep. still a craft beer. It's made by a good company with good intentions. And you know what? I bet a lot of people really do love this, but it doesn't hit the mark for me. Whereas the Nun on the Run, I thought was a far smoother, a more forward, and um, a, just a, a nicer flavor palette on 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 my old uh, taste buds. I finished an eight. I finished the Stillwell, and I got to go back to the to the Nun on the Run from Saltbox, and this is it's 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 come alive a second time. This is quite delightful I was going to market some some low to mid eights 
I thought, because partially I don't understand what a cream ale is, and even more so I don't understand what a lagered cream ale is, so maybe it's neither, but it's it's just so darn good. And it, um, it kind of defies description, but nah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll give, happily give it an 8.7. That's quite good. 8.7? Mm. Not 8.8? No. No? no. And okay. I don't know why. But it's just, in, in, in my um, mind, I know what I can comfortably give it. And I, I start with a number in my head, and I just rise until I say, mm. ah. So I say, is that, a, mm. is that an 8? Yeah. And I say, is that an 8.5? Yep. Is that an 8.6? Yeah, give me an 8.6. 8.7? Yeah. Is that an 8.8? And something yeah, stops me. My imagination just says, mm, no. No, you got to stop at 8.7, I think. It makes no sense. However, if I were to, if, if I bought a kit, just a standard bog $50 beer kit, and uh, which said cream ale on the mm. side, and I was to give that, and then a couple of months later, I had 50 bottles of cream ale that tasted like the Stillwell one, I'd be like, I'm happy with that. That's a perfectly palatable, drinkable beer, and I'm I'm perfectly happy with it. But it just needs something more. It just I, it's a little bit bland for me. I wonder if I would feel like something had gone wrong. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would be hard on myself about that or not. No, I I, I st- stand by it. Six, seven, and, and an eight, and an eight, seven. Or wait, six, eight, and an eight. Seven. What did I? Those those numbers I said a minute ago. Six, seven, and an. Eight. Six, eight, and an eight, seven. <laughs> there. And these are only these are only uh, four point sevens or four point eights, but we're still we're still slurring on our words after two cans. I'm, I'm still I'm still quite happy. I mean, it was a bit of a light supper, so maybe that makes a bit of a difference. But it, it it's it's still <laughs> delightful. I can't wait, and I'm really hoping that we get some uh, some some additional. Me too. Uh, in, in in inclusion and partaking next week of uh, of of the Christmas the Christmas whatnots and we gotta sort all that out because apparently it's difficult to come across. Mm. You you are, seem to be the only person I know who can reliably find Nanaimo on a regular basis. And well, they're disappearing. We've got my, about because we took six fourteen that were available in in Kentville uh, today, or was it was it Kentville we went to? Yes. And uh, and there's none left in the in in New Minus and the Gravedigger, which is very sad. Yeah, my yeah. Nanaimo party story remains the same. We don't, uh, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. <sighs> maybe maybe you maybe you had a bad experience. Maybe it was a bad cat. Entirely possible. I will find out next week. I I had had some delicious beer. It was all part of one single evening. And when you have one single evening, you never know. It could be like a lot of a lot of everything and you're like oh this is you drink five delicious yeah. things and then someone gives you the second most delicious thing you've ever had in your life and you're like meh yeah, so, yeah. okay we'll see I'll hopefully next week we'll, uh, we'll get some friends along as well and we can try those two or three I hope beers. so yeah um, I'll, I'll yeah I'll reach out some more again alright mate I'm out of here Good night. I'm glad he tied his hat down for that so it, oh, it's a little bit after the after the nine after the nines, that's what we should have called this one. So, if you, um, well, uh, thank you for listening to us be ridiculous for yet another time, but you can join us once a, or once a week, every week. There's no difference, but one sounds more negative. 
Every week, 8 p.m., we're live on the old YouTube channel, youtube.com slash at drinknsdry. You can find our podcast anywhere you find podcasty things if you look up drink and NS and dry usually is the thing. Or you can find our website at un, uh, unsupervised.drinknsbeer is uh, where you can specifically go. Also sounds All of this sounds negative, but maybe it's just been a long night for me. So, um, thank you, and we'll see you next week at around 8pm. Should be on time for that, and we'll have some Christmas music. I want to thank my co-host, Ian, especially. And have an awesome night, everyone. See you this week. Good night. <laughs>